Please be warned that this is the morning after Scotland's first game at the Euros. There's almost certainly going to be some sweary words and maybe some content that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. If that's not your thing, please turn off now. Welcome back. It's the morning after. And we uh, are going to look back on the terrible result against Czech Republic. We've got croaky voices, Sir Heeds and Sir Hearts after that one. But uh, as always, I am joined in the studio on location in Glasgow by John McClay. How are we doing, John? Uh, been better, but I'm okay. And I'm also joined by Colin Brook. Brookie, how was you this morning? I've uh, been better. Good morning, lads. Uh-huh. We're used to this, though, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> Ready to dissect yesterday? Let's go for it. Uh, a quick round up of the tournament so far Bocelli producing an absolute stormer uh, Ness and Dorma uh, the best probably opener of a tournament since Italia 90 when the same song was sang Italy very impressive group of players I thought 3-0 against Turkey well deserved dark horses for the tournament Wales sneaked a draw but we'll have to improve massively if they're going to make their way through that group I think Christian Eriksen you know a lot's been said and our thoughts go out with him and his family and I'm glad to see pictures of him sitting up and looking well that obviously overshadowed Finland's uh, historic first ever tournament appearance goal and win Belgium very impressive in a 3-0 win but Russia very poor in my mind England probably cantered to a 1-0 let's be honest the less said about that the better uh, looking forward to playing them 
later on in the week. Austria, again, North Macedonia making history. Old man Goran Pandev got a goal at 37. Great to see that, but Austria overran them second half. Game of the tournament, Holland against Ukraine. What a game. Can I see either of that two teams going very far in the tournament with defending like that, but it was great to watch for the neutral. As we know, and we'll talk about Scotland fluffed their lines, really miss Kieran Tierney. Slovakia, great win against Poland. Can you see maybe Poland getting through now? Who knows? Sweden held Spain, who didn't look like a great team uh, overall. And the group of death kicks off tonight, and that's the last of it. So, boys, first of all, we're sitting here after the Czech game. What was our initial reactions to it? Yeah, um, it's going to be hard to maybe be too critical. We need to remember maybe that we're playing in our first tournament in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not just talking about losing a friendly in the far corner of Europe, you know, the sort of stuff we normally discuss. But, um, I mean, to throw a cliche in the start, it was definitely a game of two halves for us. Um, I mean, the first half, we could we could tear it apart. It didn't really seem like we had much of a game plan, apart from it to launch it long. Um, Dykes was really isolated. We played Ryan Christie off of him, but we just missed out everyone. And and that long ball game, it, you know, we never get any corners, we never get any free kicks, we never got on the second balls. The checks were just too good. I, I felt in the first half they had, they had an answer for everything. So and then much better in the second half, as I'm sure we'll sort of delve into. But um, by the end, I, I sort of felt it would almost been hard done by losing two 0 it, it didn't feel like that in the mm. second half. Do you want initial reactions for you for, you for the, the game yesterday? Uh, the, main, the main feeling was just gutting because um, I did feel that was our best shot at getting three points um, in, in a tournament. So uh, I was so disappointed to the manner that we, we kind of lost the game. But we'll, we'll dissect the game, I'm sure, a wee bit more. Although Brookie's already done the whole thing in there. End the pod. Uh, <laughs> I just think we're missing a top player that can that mm. can grab a goal. The boy's shick. Um, I feel shick. Shick. <laughs> shick the prick. Um, he was the difference. He scored two goals. If we had a shick in our team, mm. we might have came away 2-0 winners. I didn't think there was just an awful lot in the game. Although the Czechs... Probably felt it was a really comfortable win. Yeah. We've got a dyke, and uh, would have been asked, we'll wear a wall up front for a lot of the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we're obviously gutted, boys. We were, again, I, I thought we were looking to equalise. I thought if we'd gotten an equalise at the start of that second half and we hit the bar and we had a couple of chances, I think we might have went on and win it. It's a game of fine margins. I wonder if they just had done their homework well and, you know. Again, because our midfield was anonymous for a lot of the time. Yep. Well, we missed them out completely in the first mm-hmm. half. Again, and they they were... I mean, surely we knew how good they were at defending their big team, you know, really physically big and tall. And if that was a game plan to isolate our striker that far from the rest of his teammates and launch balls at him, I mean, I don't know, why did we not set up the same way as we did against Holland, maybe, or mm-hmm. in the same way? It felt like we just... He maybe set up to... He didn't want to lose the game. Rather than going for it, I mean, I think is you know we obviously went for it in the second half, but I think we set up not to lose. Aye. And like you say, fine margins. They had the ball in the net a couple of times. And mm-hmm. I mean, you have to say, setting goals astonishing. I'm sure we'll get into the mm. the pros and cons of that. But I we just I just didn't see anything that um, said we were ever going to win that in the first half. Mm. <laughs> uh, John, I don't know. 
Okay, and for you think a bit, did, did Steve Clark get his selections and his game plan wrong, or was the Czechs just, they just did it better? I don't think, if you look at the selection, you look at the teams and players that we were speaking about before in the last pod, there's not a big difference in the team that we selected to the team that Clark selected. In, mm-hmm. in fact, we were saying he will probably play McGregor and we wanted Armstrong and he played Armstrong. So yeah. at midfield three was probably the three that we are wanted. Um, Christie, potentially, I would have preferred to see the two strikers playing mm-hmm. Adams and Dykes, which would have helped Dykes, I think. Um but before the game again, we probably wouldn't have been too disappointed with Christie and maybe felt uh, he was not in great form, but had kind of earned his Scotland place, if you like. And then for me, Tierney was the biggest miss oh, for massive, us in the game. Massive. But if we were not able to select Tierney, we would have asked selected Cooper. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the team, the two wing backs picked themselves. I don't think you can really kind of you kind of really grumble about the team that started. Because um, we knew that was pretty much going to be the team. Aye. I guess the game plan there, uh, again, uh, we just didn't give much threat at all in wide areas. There wasn't anybody close enough to. I've got to give credit to the Czechs in the first half. I thought they were really well organised, packed mm. midfield, and we didn't get. I didn't let us breathe. And when no. we when we tried to pass it through them, we we couldn't. I really struggled. Suchek, good, good player in there as well, and he showed his class. Yeah. He won him. Every, every bar in the air seemed to just go to, it was like a magnet with the bar. Well, we didn't get much luck I, throughout the game. A lot of the I, blocks and, and sort of loose balls just always seemed to fall to their, their players. Um, so we maybe just needed that wee bit of luck. Um, you can know, Ian hitting the bar, the keeper clawing that, and when it looked <laughs> like it was in, it looked a better save in person than uh, than it did on the telly. But the way he clawed it and got it far away, again, usually the keepers are putting it up in the air and somebody's nodding it in. It was the keeper certainly kept a minute at times when we were pushing. I mean, if you look at the stats of the game, I'm sure Brook will have a, a mere in depth <laughs> stats, but. We pretty much hit the better of Mace other than the goals scored. Ken. Yeah. Chances, yep. possession, yeah. passes. Okay. Unfortunately, that's the only start that matters, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I think uh, we, we touched on him there, but when we saw the team and we'd heard the rumours just prior to kick-off that Kieran Tierney wasn't going to be playing, I think we thought, oh, oh, shit, here we go, because we massively missed him. It's a, a big threat was gone. I thought Robertson actually played pretty well for most yeah. of the game, but uh, I think if we'd had Tierney in there, that double threat, I think we could have done something. Yeah, I, would, I think you have to say that Kieran Tierney has become a really big attacking threat for mm-hmm. us, yeah. despite being in our back three, um, just the way we can overload that left-hand side and, and the way it's worked for us recently. It's, it's a big aspect of our game. And you just saw, I mean, Cooper is a different player. He's near Kieran Tierney, but he, he rarely stepped forward no. yesterday. We just didn't have that element to our game. No. Um, but uh, about O'Donnell, we'll probably need to speak about him. I think he looked like a little lost boy out in the right wing back, I'm afraid to say. I came, we've had a pick on him before, but, you know, his first touch, I think, went out for a throw in and he just never recovered from there. Uh, it was absolutely shocking. It was actually time. horrible to watch. Clark should have put uh, him out his misery long before the 79th minute. Uh, he's waiting 79 minutes. I mean, I don't think... I, he should have closed down the cross for the first goal, but it was a great header, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd played no part in the second goal. 
I guess he's just the steady Eddie boy, but he looked completely at his depth for me. Mm-hmm. Offered nothing going forward. I think Ryan Christie had a good run and he tackled him at one point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Christie had skinned two boys and Donald tackled him in the box. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I actually felt for him because it's not his fault when nope. they got a better right back. Mm-hmm. Um, we're speaking about a young boy, Patterson. I think it's a real risk to play. Oh, Has he played a ten it's games a squad, for Rangers or something? It's a squad we've picked, though. So, What's it? And, but did you nae see that? I noticed in the first half, it looked like the Czechs had singled O'Donnell out. They mm. were doubling up on him, and I think that was about ball retention. I think they had looked, how can we recover the ball? Aye. And it seemed to be that they thought that they could get enough of Stevie O'Donnell, so they doubled up on him, nae because he was an attacking threat, but just because they were like, well, when he gets the ball. We're just going to go and yeah. shut him down and take it off. Well, I thought in the second half, nobody went near him. No, the second they just left him. He just gave it back <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I can't you've defended him in the past, uh, Boogie, but he wasn't at that level. He's not at that level, is he? No, I think yesterday, I think, well, obviously we're down in, we're, we're pals and my brother and stuff like that. And, um, my brother has sort of been defending him. I've seen him arguing with folks <laughs> on social media and stuff. <laughs> and quite, quite rightly, but... He said something yesterday that was right. It was sort of like it was definitely emotionally too much for him. It was like aye. Aye, he just he like lost say, the heat after that. Aye, his first yeah. touch, and it just seemed like he was sort of panicking a little bit. So, yeah. uh, unfortunately, but Clark has picked his squad. He's went with Patterson um, as the sort of say, let's say, the backup, right back, wing back, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> so, if that's the case, then you know who do you want? Do you want? Uh, Sterling or Sancho <laughs> running at Stevie O'Donnell or do you want um, running at a young guy who's got no fear no. clearly mere pace alright he may be relatively untested but I think we might be heading towards like, throwing him in to be honest with you so, so if, if we're picking that team for England you get Hay Patterson in at right wing but other, rather than Fraser Forrest or I think, O'Donnell I think just based on the fact he that is his position mm-hmm. he is probably the quickest out of all of those. He's probably the best defender out of all of those. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe defending-wise, he'd be in a par with Stevie O'Donnell, but I just think I to cope with the pace um, coming down that left-hand side for England, that might be the shout. Because Eng- England are, that's further. They're strong leg, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just annoyed that Clark didn't, didn't make a change earlier. As soon as they scored a second goal, I was shouting for, bring on Forrest mm-hmm. or Fraser. Yeah. And Forrest did well when he came uh-huh. on the right. A little cameo, yeah. Did well. Yeah. Kieran Tierney, Clark says she'd be fit for Friday. Do we? Do we go with that? I mean, they managed to keep it very quiet, <laughs> thank, didn't thank they? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was a strange thing because there was no hint to it up to five minutes before the team was announced. Uh, somebody leaked on the Tartan Army group, but yeah. just about five minutes, wasn't it, before the team came out, and uh, it was gutting. <laughs> Hopefully he's fit for, for England because we certainly need him. Ah, he yes. has to be. We yeah. certainly need him going forward and at the back, I think. We spent too much time just passing it along the back for us. When Tierney's in the game, he'll take a run forward, he'll Aye. overlap we yeah. Robertson. We, we did a lot of that side to side. Oh, so and then we get was a bit, <laughs> bit bored to get a bit like uh, impatient and just launch it. Lump it to dikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I was seeing with Deetha. It was like pass, 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 pass. When they got new, I launch. Yep. Lose a bat. It was like watching Scotland for five, six years ago. It was so slow and just yep. sideways. It's just... No. I think boys were playing with a wee bit of fear and I mean, I mean you kind of question the, the commitment that they, they put mm. in but I just think they were playing with fear and 
I think just the lack of ability in the Scotland squad. We, I think we'll come to it. We, our expectations, but can we probably are one of the six weakest teams in the competition? Yeah, I think it, it, that maybe covers the first half. The second half, I thought Adams almost changed the game. Adams is a different level to fit yeah. we've got going forward. Yeah. He should have started. The two of them are. Dykes and Adams big burly boys all of a sudden if we were playing that balls into the channels and stuff we were getting a bit of joy they were sort of bullying pitting themselves about a bit and we managed to get the ball up the park I retained the ball up the park and actually start bringing boys like Robbo and O'Donnell and down the wing and we got a bit more joy so I think you could almost certainly say we're going to start with the two of them Against England, a lot of folk getting Dyke's stick, and I didn't hear a great game. A trampoline touch was back, but if he gets a ball on his heat, he can put it into places. And he linked up well with Adams for about fifteen minutes at the start yeah. of the second half before we conceded the second goal. I thought, ah, uh, he he he's competitive in the air, but if he's not using his heat, he's never very good. Yeah. He's, he's a battering ram, eh? He, yeah. he just he's, he noises boys up and sort of upsets them, ruffles them. He checked defence, hit him on toast in the first half. He didn't know, I don't think he won a heater, eh? No, mm. well, we, that's what I was saying. We never got any corners, we never no. got any second balls, we never won any free kicks. If you're playing long ball fit, but that's, your, that's what you're aiming yeah. for, eh? Then can. The first goal was coming, eh, like the corner after corner. There must have been 10 corners in the first half, and you could just take one of them was going in. Like, yeah. Boy got a run on both uh, two or centre halves. Eh? Mm. Boy, shit, you see him coming across, and uh, it seemed like Hanley, Hanley had a great game for me. Um, he, he was he was pretty solid, but that one moment, he didn't really get off the ground. Uh, the boy, shit, is quite tall, but he, he's a top striker playing yeah. in top. He's played in top leagues, scoring goals. Yeah. It's just the difference, as John said earlier. Um, if we're looking at the second goal, Faggy getting a blame to. I can it's been touted as a wonder goal. I've probably got a slightly different opinion. I don't think that's a wonder goal. I think Marshall's made it very easy for him to lob that into the net and make it look good. I I think that's part blame Henry, part blame Marshall. There was a very easy pass on to O'Donnell, which would you have passed it to O'Donnell? <laughs> <laughs> With the game he was saying, maybe the, <laughs> at least um, we'd only conceded a throw. But I think it was just quite naive for Henry. I think it was just naive with Henry. We were on a good spell and it almost felt like the crowd were looking for a shot. Uh, but and, there, and maybe that goal against Holland is the worst thing that could have happened for him. <laughs> but there was no kind of, right, there's nobody behind me. So if I lose a bar... Because Abdi's saying Marshall and he is... Further up the park than he probably needs to be. Oh, there's a foot of him in a fucking half way. Like, you went your, you went your, uh, you went your keeper to play like a sweeper, but that was that was he was almost like a centre <laughs> midfielder. <laughs> the two two are centre halves. The right over to the left. Uh, and I keep like, fit was going on. Like, there was no need to put pressure on the boy. Shake. We gave him an opportunity to shoot. He's got to finish it. It's an unbelievable finish with a first time effort, but. We we did we kind of stitched ourselves up. We didn't give nah. ourselves a chance to defend it. It's a good finish. It's a professional footballer kicking a ball in an empty net, basically. Mm-hmm. I, if you if you hit an open goal for there, I think I could do a chance. I might not reach I'm a goal, sure. but it'd be on target. <laughs> I think if a three of us go to Canal Park tomorrow, hey, ten goes each. <laughs> ten goes. I reckon I mean, I'm maybe he, getting. He's near reaching. He's a professional footballer. Well, you've seen my goal kicks. I want to reach it either. <laughs> um. Uh, it was a good strike because when you see the angle from behind the goal, he's set it out way. Mm-hmm. Is he left footed? Was that with his weak foot? He's got to be left footed. But uh, hey, Marshall did mark it easy for him. 
Oh, there's no question. He was because w- if Marshall, if he's starting, in his, uh, if his starting position was just outside the box, it's near a goal. He stands and catches it. Uh. It's a pain in the arse because normally at these tournaments, the memes and funny clips are uh, about the English goal. <laughs> fucking off, <isn't> it? <laughs> it's a some crack. I was going to be like <laughs> the Spider Man. <laughs> Boys, we need uh, too much time on our hands, like uh, flying about. It's funny how uh, things in Fitback can quickly go like that because Marshall was a hero mm. of Serbia. Yeah. It just can, in that time, he's barely played for Derby and now he's, he's almost the villain of the piece. I feel sorry for him after yesterday, to be honest. Aye. He had a really good save in the first half. He had a couple, had a couple of good couple saves, actually. Yeah. Aye. Mm-hmm. I actually thought he was looking quite steady enough until, until then. Like. God knows, only he can fit he was the new air. Who knows? Uh, their keeper though, fantastic, wasn't he? Good game, yeah. man. Yeah, he was good. Uh, um, that that claw. I mean, like you say, it maybe looks less. I like it was going to be a goal on TV, but when you we were behind that goal, looked like it and, was in, and that was it. Everybody thought it was in. It looked like he's so. I uh, made a wonder save mm-hmm. to to claw that out. It wasn't that impressive on the TV actually, but I, I thought at the time it did. we were behind that goals it. and it did look impressive uh, way behind yeah. like we were almost celebrating that in a thought. I thought it was in. It was in. Yeah. Yeah. Dykes had a sitter and I didn't he again it was two 0 at that point but he who knows. But again it was a good save for the keeper but he's got to score. And, and like we say if the boy Schick Schick was would have scored that. Yeah. Lee Griffiths scored that at the back post. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well we did speak about that, that how he would have been mm-hmm. the player with instinct that just if it falls Aye. to somebody in a box and you need a goal. I mean there was what, eight, nine minutes left at mm-hmm. that point. We got a goal there, you'd think if it can happen. Aye. And and the stats so I back so yesterday I was looking at the stats, that expected goal stat, which I wouldn't mm. profess to be an expert on. <laughs> it's quite difficult to follow and understand but Scotland's expected goals were 2.31 to the Czechs having 0.91 so like John said earlier most of the stats actually backed up that we should have won the game yesterday we would have a few chances we just couldn't get the bar in the net mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. important time um, I think like you say if we'd went 1-1 uh, fancies at that point I think if we'd equal I, I maintain if we'd equalised at the start of the second half I think we would have won that game Yep, certainly gotten a point Aye, probably. Robertson had a good chance in the first half as uh, well. He did keep it low, didn't he? The keeper again had a decent save, but he should have saved it. Aye, yeah, even Marshall would have saved it. The other good opportunity was Henry off a bar, wasn't it? Aye, that was that. Was he even shooting? Kind of was like <laughs> just a defender swinging <laughs> a leg. Like, it didn't really look. Armstrong had it looped up off a defender and landed on the roof of the net as uh, well. Eh? The fans were celebrating that. that, that when you realised we weren't getting the rub of the green, eh? uh, That's, at that point you went. Oh, if that was them, it would have looped into the goals. But for us, nah, just over the bar. Just little little bits of luck that didn't didn't yeah. go our way on a day. Boys, as I said to you last night, we were a bit doing after the game. We went to the bar and uh, I says, hey, at least we're sitting here talking. Hey, and a beer after a game at a tournament and they're fucking shitey friendly away in Kazakhstan or something Peru or something <laughs> we've, got, we've got to look for a silver lining place <laughs> uh, and to be honest I think we were probably always looking for or aiming for three or four points mm. out of this group we're taking the tough route again it looks uh, like but uh, do you think we'll need four do you think we'll need four, a draw on Friday I think 
the fact that Finland and Slovakia have picked up uh-huh. unexpected wins in yeah. their groups against teams that you it's going to make it tougher that could mean that three points might not be enough mm-hmm. um, could come down to goals or well Ken and Scotland it will come down to goals it? the fact that we've lost two goals already is not uh, great uh, we're going to need to like go into the last game and it'll be like you need to beat Croatia 3-0 or something like Just, that it's not going to happen it's just going to be out of reach <laughs> um, if other teams are on three points I mean I Finland won one nil. Mm-hmm. if they go that and get dubbed twice yeah that's right um, it's too early to really predict so a lot of doom and gloom I, that was a game that probably on paper was the three points for the easiest chance of three points for us but we're still in it yeah. we three yeah. we three teams going through yeah. for mess groups we're new to it we could go into that last game probably even if even if we lose to England, we can probably still go into the last game with a chance, yeah. depending on the other results. Aye, we, we can't really tick an absolute do-in for England. No. Well, that, that's why Clark's probably going to set up to be hard to beat, isn't it? O'Donnell will be in. <laughs> <laughs> boys, we have been pretty critical of a lot of players, but Fafa, you got past Mark, so I'm going to throw in... I thought Hanley had one of his better games for Scotland. Yeah. I think Robertson had a good game for Mace to it. I thought McGinn had a really good second half and looked like he cared. Yeah, yeah he got um, And I thought Adams had a good 25 minutes in the second half. Yeah. I would agree with that. I'd probably chuck in McTomney. I didn't I think he did anything great, but I, I think he was steady in there. Him and McGinn, although we've missed out the midfield for, mm. for most of the game. <laughs> I was slightly concerned when Clark put him back into the back three. I just thought, mm. why are we... Why are we still playing with three centre halves when we need two goals here? Uh, there was a lot of shakes to go to back four, weren't there? I think we hit yeah. it at that point. Mm-hmm. Whip a Donald off, whip off uh, Henry, and Aye. just hit to go for it. We just. Yeah, we I thought Forrest and Fraser as well, maybe mm-hmm. shouts when they came on. Forrest, a brilliant run, danced by the same boy about three times, and then again, another Should good save. Scored, actually, good Forrest, save. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Dykes, I can't we spoke about him. I, I just I love his work rate and he does noise up boys. Aye. I thought, but he had he looked better when he had Adams to work with, and the two of them were sort of I playing mm-hmm. together in the second half. So I'd give Dykes as well, but we're beyond the boys we've mentioned. We're starting to. Uh, I think struggle. enough for the boys coming on to a game. It's totally different coming on to a game when you're looking to get a goal mm-hmm. than it is if you're Aye. drawing or or winning. Um, so I think it's easy for a Forrest and Fraser to come on and be and Adams that point for we need to go get a goal. Tails um, were up at that point as well. Oh, aye, actually, yeah. We were sort of getting mere joy. So. Aye, yeah. Stop we waited way too long to put on Forrest and Fraser, but um hey, it's it is what it is. Uh, well we'll we'll probably come up with our preferred eleven for the England game on the next pod from the uh, just just before the England game, I think. There's one other player when I spoke about at the time, probably because he was almost completely anonymous, was uh, Armstrong. Yeah, he really take his chance. Yeah, We've been calling for him, and it seems to happen. Eh? He'll take a chance in a friendly, and he'll do okay if he comes on, but he does not do it when Clark starts him, and I think he's used up his chances. I, I think Gilmore's got to be knocking at the door now. I think McGregor will probably play against England, though. Uh, I would I would say so. I, I think just what I was saying about subs coming on to games, when Armstrong comes on a game and we're looking to go and get a goal, mm-hmm. he looks quite good in it kind of situation but I, I would love to see Gilmore playing but again Ken we're speaking about we get to chuck young Patterson in we get to chuck young uh, Gilmore uh, he's in he's not going to do that chuck yeah. Turnbull in and off yeah. the second <laughs> young team on Nisbet well, he came on as well did he, he did yeah, come on yeah. and that's a time that you're looking at the bench for a striker and you see Nisbet it's like oh 
That's just a token being a striker. And I'd be much happier to see Griffiths warming up on the sidelines, to be honest. Than this bit. Yeah. But he did what well, he came on he did all right, a couple of touches, never gave the ball away. Mm. But like you say, that one at the back post, you're just every week you're hoping that's Griffiths before yep. anybody else. Well, hey, even Nisbet put out, you know, like even similar away against uh, Holland, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, just another thing. All right, boys, is there any other, other thoughts on, on this honking match before uh, we, we get heat three of the podmaster? Nah, just do the bloody quiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads, we'll stop there um, and we'll play a bit of podmaster. This is heat three. In the race for the signed uh, and framed Colin Henry Scotland shirt. Hey boys, I've got two contestants lined up for us today. On line one, we have got Craig Ewan. How are we doing, Craig? Well, um, not too bad after uh, yesterday's exertion. <laughs> There's a few croaky voices here this morning and that. Mm, I just, uh, I hear you spoke about it plenty, but Aye. we'll just take a crack on again. We'll just take, give it a go on Friday and see, you never know, That's around right. the corner. So. That's right. And on line two, we've got Ryan Juget. Ryan, are you there? How you doing? Here, Ryan, and bad yourself. You were at a game yesterday and how were you? Where's I? Aye. Thoughts? On reflection, I was a wee bit pissed off yesterday, but on reflection, that's uh, actually playing no bad. Uh, just couldn't get bad in it. That was a problem. Aye, aye. Right, so, uh, boys, we explained the rules off here and folk came by new. So, John's about to toss the coin. Craig, you're on uh, line one, so you can call the, to- the coin toss. Okay, man, I'll go tails. That was Heats. It's heads, okay. Ryan, you'll go first, Craig. You're going into the isolation booth for a couple of minutes, but you'll be able to hear how he gets on, okay? All right, no bother. No bother. Okay, Ryan, we've got uh, a couple of question sets you can choose for. So you can take a choice of tournament tunes or banging anthems. Uh, What are you doing? I'll go for banging anthems. Banging anthems, okay. Brookie made up this set of questions. Let's see how that goes. Okay, ready to go? Aye. Okay, questions three, six and nine are the bonus scenes. Obviously, there'll be a clip associated with them. Okay. Okay, here we go. First question. Two European Championship finals have been won by golden goals. David Trezeguet scored France's winner against Italy in 2000. Who scored the extra time golden goal winner in 1996 at Wembley for Germany? Uh, I couldn't even guess I was two year old <laughs> It was Oliver Bierhoff nah, yep. uh, Question two Who was the only team to defeat England in the Euro 2020 qualifiers? Uh, Austria Ooh, Pretty close It was Czech Republic oh. <laughs> Okay question three We've got a clip here
Okay, that national anthem belongs to a nation who played in their first and only European Championships to date in 2016. Who are that nation? 2016. Um, Bulgaria. It was Albania. Question four. Which team has been involved in the most penalty shootouts in European Championship history? Germany. It's Italy, the penalty specialist, been in five penalty shootouts. Question five. The Euro 1988 final is largely remembered for Marco van Basten's spectacular volley, but who scored Holland's other goal in the final? Uh, No idea. Couldn't even take a guess. No, okay. It was Rude Hulet. Okay, another clip here. Okay, that national anthem has been sung before three European Championship tournament finals, but what nation does it belong to? Slovenia? No, it's France. Uh, Question seven. Who is the only nation to have successfully defended their European Championship title? uh, Spain. That's correct. Uh, Question eight. Most individual appearances in the European Championship final tournament record stands at 21 appearances, but which player holds that record? Figo. No, it was another Portuguese lad. It was Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, question nine, your last clip. Okay, that was a clip there for the Italian national anthem. But how many times have Italy won the European Championships? Three? No, just once in 1968, and they've been runners up twice. Last question most goals in a single tournament is nine. Which player holds that record? Uh, Miroslav Klose. No, it's uh, the Frenchman Michel Platini. Tough, tough round of questions there, Ryan. Hi, I'd say uh, <laughs> I, I was expecting a few Scotlandians. I was preparing for some Scotlandians. There's no idea it. Uh, how many points, John? It's been stitched. I'll be up. Questions. Brook these questions. I think they? age maybe played a part there. Uh, I think a lot of it for your time. <laughs> Three points. Three points, okay. So we'll see how Craig gets on. The snail looking good, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hold the line and we'll speak to Craig, okay? No worries. Craig, you there? I am here, I. You'd have gotten a few mm-hmm. of them? Um. No, many, no. I, yeah. I think I got three, but it was, it was a tough set, like. Right. Tough set. Right. It was mere Euro based, that Okay, the two that you can choose between are tournament tunes or missed Euro penalties. Ooh, I think I'll have to go missed Euro penalties. Missed Euro penalties, okay. These are a set for John. Okay, we're ready to go. All right, come okay, on, buddy. Away. Which French international was top scorer at the 1984 Euros? Uh, 
Mm, well, I'll let it go Platini. It was Platini, yes. Who managed more games for Scotland? Craig Levine or Bertie Volks? Ooh, tricky, but I'll go Bertie Volks. That is correct as well. Well done. Uh, your first clip. Captain steps up here. Over the bar. Looks to the spot, but it's the first miss of the shootout. Who missed that penalty for England in a shootout against Portugal at Euro 2004? Um, I'll go David Beckham. That's correct, yes. Question four, who has played the most games in Euro Championships history? Which team or which player? Which player? Um, I'll go Ronaldo. It's Ronaldo, yes. No. <laughs> That's not bad, that. Who famously uh, celebrated a goal for Scotland in the 86 World Cup by failing to jump the advertising boards? Um, that would be the read. Hey, the laddie, Gordon Strachan. Right, well done. Okay, next clip. Oh, he's placing over the top. What a cruel irony. An Ajax player misses. Advantage Holland. Okay, who missed that penalty for Sweden in the 2004 shootout against Holland? Um, I'll go Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Correct. Uh, question seven. Which city replaced Bilbao as a host at this year's Euros? Ooh, Seville. Seville, yes. Question eight. <laughs> who will wear the number 10 jersey for Scotland at the Euros? Oh, geez, I was there. And fully enough, I'm watching it just now. Cheers. <laughs> uh, okay, your last clip. <laughs> you, you, you couldn't have run that. Any, oh, way off target. Well, he went for power. Goalkeeper goes the wrong way, but he slices it horribly wide. This is misses by quite some margin. Which Swiss midfielder missed that penalty against Poland at Euro 2016? Granite Jacca. Yes, for the full house. Yeah, <laughs> first ever full house. And it's a it's a bloody easy one as well. Who did Craig Levine famously play a four six zero formation against? Yeah, that'll be the Czech Republic. Hey, <laughs> I think we get you yeah, on for that. Was Craig, that was a full house. Uh, well done. That's you won uh, Heat 3. We'll get Ryan back on. Ryan, you were severely stitched up there by Brookie, I think. Ah, big times. Craig has got my toast there, like. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have got a few of that, you'd have, uh, you'd have, you'd have got in a man, would you? I think I got eight, eh? No. Uh, so who's still with that one? Ah, well, but thanks for coming on, Ryan. No, nah, no worries. Cheers, Cheers my man. Bye bye. Cheers. See you later. Oh. Uh, a bit of a cakewalk for you there, Craig. I knew I was good, I just didn't think I was that good. No. <laughs> <laughs> just gave the top now, will we? Uh, You've been revising that morning. Like, I studied well, it. Well, uh, I'm not going to lie, I, I had a feeling for your previous podcast the penalties Ian was still in play. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> uh, but you did, they weren't happy with penalties. But I was saying I chuckled because you said the Scotland number 10. And uh, you were watching I'm, it. I'm, I'm actually watching the highlights of the game and the. Uh, <laughs> The bar just came in and cheered. <laughs> it was just on the, on the TV at the time. It was number 10. I was like, oh, well, nice one. <laughs> so. Brilliant. Okay, well, uh, your uh, 
Heat Prize will be on your way to you and uh, we will see you in the semi-final once we've done Heat 4 right. pre-England match I'm, okay? assuming, I'm assuming this is near like out of date Trifle Lodge beers is it? <laughs> nah straight for, <laughs> straight for the brewery <laughs> straight for the brewery that's good Magic we'll hear for you again okay, then gents. cheers alright 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 well boys uh, a bit of a thrashing there Aye, Brookie's questions were ridiculous. <laughs> I thought that was... I got a lot of criticism for the last heat. I thought I'd make them a bit easier this time, I thought. <laughs> I, think, I think we need to start, like, speaking <laughs> to get the questions a wee bit. Uh, there was a qu- couple of questions that were the same, almost. <laughs> and we did review them. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we've been on, on the sauce the last couple of days. <laughs> right, let's get back into it. Other than the actual uh, quality of the match, what about the Athens surrounding the Euro 2020 match experience, the COVID regulations in Athens? How did you find it? It wasn't too bad in the end, eh? <laughs> Nobody bothered or asked. No. There <laughs> <laughs> was, was a few put your mask on shouts, but yeah, uh, five minutes to go. <laughs> I actually felt folk were looking at me funny. Like I had my mask on for like a whole last 20, 25 minutes, and I actually felt like folk were looking at me. They were probably saying, We wish you had it on the Hell game. <laughs> Um, but our folk were well, certainly nobody stuck rigidly to the three seats in between. Kind of folk mm-hmm. were sort of gathering in wee clumps and stuff like that. And the the security um, were nay that well, they didn't enforce it. They didn't no. do anything. And no. so it was the things like that. And then they closed the food kiosks, and you're just and you're thinking. And I, I don't think that would have increased risk at all. Close the food kiosk, but there was still like free water. Free water stations. Was, oh. Help yourself. Yeah. So Abdi was talking up. and yeah. ah, To be honest, it, it, because it was our first game in a major tournament for so long, it, it was just fucking magic to be oh, there. Yes. Really. <laughs> the atmosphere was actually better than I thought. We got a good sing song. We got, if we didn't get plaudits for our performance on the pitch, we got plaudits for hearing a, a good sing at the anthem at least. Mm-hmm. The anthem was good, and I thought actually the highlight of the day for me was when uh, yes, sir, the pre-match boogie woogie. Yeah, <laughs> was dancing and got, I was like, ah, oh, it's not it was class. The optimism was still high at that point. It was yeah. brilliant. Crap, match DJ though playing thirty oh. seconds snippets of songs. Ah, he just got to that the was deliberate, bit. obviously. Oh, right. And then just as the excitement was building, they cut it off for some UEFA pish. Uh-huh. I think Favers in charge at Hamden needs to just override him. Just mm-hmm. but fuck the, it. take take the fine or whatever we get for not playing the shite DJ. Only 9,700 being there. Aye, that's, that raises an eyebrow. We were supposed to hit 12,500 quarter capacity. Boys itching for tickets. And only fucking a ticket. Only about 10,000 turned up. And you did look at the corporate section and it was bare like. Empty. Uh, yeah. And it's a joke. There wasn't many checks. There was about 40 of them, wasn't there? Yeah, aye, over in the corner. <laughs> I think Daz was in with the checks, was he? <laughs> Bounty competitions were probably hoarding tickets. <laughs> Uh, dear. No, I had goosebumps at the start of the Aye. match when the, yeah. the anthem was going and it, it, can it did feel like we were part of something. Mm-hmm. Although I really am not a fan of the being in different cities and then no. like the after-match ma- experience was kind of like, Aye. right, fiddy with you now. We go to a pub and sit on a table yeah. of six. Again. <laughs> that was it. And it was seven O's, so it made it really difficult. So two tables. <laughs> when we Glasgow still in level two, it's, it's more restricted than we used to. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it was that, the fact that we didn't manage to get the full 12,000 or whatever it was in the stadium, I, I, I was really disappointed with that. It just shows that 
the, fa- the tickets, especially we have reduced capacity, should be going to the real fans who have been there, going to games. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous that there's 2,000 folk didn't turn up to that game yesterday, but there are probably five, 6,000 boys that would have been itching to go and buy a ticket yes. that have been to heaps of the qualifiers. I think yeah. it's a joke. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, but it's UEFA, it's that tournament uh-huh. football they, they basically own it and mm-hmm. they do whatever they want um, although they didn't stop me getting my wee you got your miniatures in there <laughs> I got my wee I'd you better tell Abdi about your modified <laughs> boxer shorts Brookie <laughs> ball bag whiskey uh-huh. <laughs> uh, um, is it nice uh, and warm that was the worst bit about it actually smart. But <laughs> wife did some stitching and managed to get a wee hip flask in there Rumours are, she said there's loads of room in it. There's plenty of room for a few more miniatures. Uh, I could have got a bigger hip flask pit that way. <laughs> Half <Half-lier. laughs> I could have got a bottle of vodka in there anyway. And it's, and it's good, Brookie, that you've said that if we get out of this group, you're going to do the say, last 16 pod in only those boxer shirts. Yep. I do not remember. Thank you. Good one. Right. Yeah, you said that last night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we sign off, if it's a. Is it time that we maybe need to bring in our friend Dave? Oh, we might need to bring in Dave for some Dave's... Uh, Get some Dave's thoughts. Dave's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Let's hear Dave's thoughts. Questions. Dave's thoughts on what? <laughs> the game, Dave. The game and Scotland. I actually thought we played all right. Second half. We definitely deserved something out of it. Yeah, you look at the boys' goal... Comes out of nothing really, and I just totally deflated Abdi. So for there, I reckon what we do for for England, I think it's just almost takes care of itself to a certain extent with the boys' attitude and nothing else. It'll we'll be fired up for that anyway. And if we can get play for a nil nil, typical Stevie Clark, and hope for the best in the last team. Are we going to qualify, Dave? No. <laughs> Will we score any goals in this tournament? Aye, I think we'll score against England. Yes. <laughs> Is that enough for us? <laughs> no, I think we'll get pumped. We'll, <laughs> well, that was Dave's optimistic thoughts for the day. <laughs> okay. Fit to boot, boys. Our expectations going forward then. Fit, do you think? We're going to finish. This tournament. Out in the group stage. Brookie? Uh, we'll have to hear one optimist, so I still think we'll pull something out of our arses uh, against England and Croatia. I think we'll sneak through. I think forward. we're going to finish third, but go. That's possible. Possibly with one point, possibly with two points, but we'll do something spectacular probably against England and get a magic draw or a win and still good. You can, it's near our. It's near our. It's never over. I always give ourselves a chance right up until the very death before we properly fuck it up. And (laughs) and, and it's tragic, so I. I'm fully expecting the tragedy um, still to happen. So we've we've yet to go through the hope point, which is great. I'm looking forward to that. I hope it's against Wembley that we maybe get a goal, take the lead or something. It would be just it would be great to see. Yeah. Spot on. Well, if 
folks, that was our uh, sort of roughly uh, hashed together post check pod. We we're sorry we were a bit hungover uh, and <laughs> we were broken hearted as well after the result yesterday. But uh, boys, you'll join me back for a pre England pod down in London. We're going to record that one, I think. Are we? <laughs> That's going to go possibly. It's got disaster written all yeah, over it. So. Dave, are you going to join us again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, boys, there is a slim chance Colin Henry might join us as well in London for this one, so that'll be good. Yep. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, pull the whole You're thing. You're gonna give him some uh, whiskey at your bobber. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants testicle temperature whiskey, yep. Alright boys. Uh, we'll probably get Paul onto that one, our England uh, correspondent as well. Mm-hmm. Give him a rip and boo. Bye, 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 bye. bye.